0: You're listening to the People Over Profit Podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've helped scale multiple businesses to seven, eight, and nine figures by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. For decades, we've been taught to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really it's a relationships game. Gone are the days of prioritizing money over our missions and the people that our businesses are built to support. I created this podcast because I want you to make a difference in the world without feeling like you have to sacrifice your income or your integrity to do it. If you're building a business that puts people first, you belong here. Now let's spend some quality time together. I love talking about the idea of a used car salesman. It's so visual. Everyone can picture them in their cheap suit and their greased up hair and their bad sales techniques. The easiest way to describe this person is pushy. They're in your face from the minute you walk into that dealership and they will not take no for an answer. My hope is that you listen to today's episode and it actually rewrites the version and the vision of what that car buying experience can look like and feel like with authentic selling. It's a very different approach, but it doesn't take a lot of effort to shift into. And as long as you're not listening to this while you're driving – I'd like to invite you to close your eyes and picture the following scenario. A woman walks into a car dealership. This is not a bad joke, I promise. (laughs) She looks fairly young, maybe 30, a little tired. She has three kids with her. They're all under the age of 10. They're pulling on her clothes. They're demanding snacks. They're screaming at each other. And I want you to just think right now, just quickly, about the first kind of car that pops into your mind as the one that you would assume she's coming in to buy. I would bet money on the fact that you just pictured a minivan or an SUV because your assumption is that she's a young mom, probably on a budget, who's trying to find a vehicle to fit these three crazy kids, right? But this is the assumption that the sleazy car salesman would make. They wouldn't even take the time to ask her what she was looking for. They would automatically direct her to the minivans, to the SUVs. But an authentic salesperson doesn't do that. We don't make assumptions, we ask questions, we observe, we're curious, we're patient. What kind of car is this person gonna walk over to when she comes into the dealership? What kinds of questions is she going to ask? What does she want? If I were selling cars, that is exactly what I would do. Those are the questions I would think about and ask. And what you might find when you take that approach is that this woman is actually a nanny for high-income families. She's been in law school for the past few years and finally just got offered her dream job, an amazing opportunity, working for an incredible law firm, making $250,000 a year. She starts her job on Monday and she doesn't want to wait for the weekend to buy a new car because she knows this dealership has a childcare room and her friend is actually the full-time care specialist who oversees that area, which is why she came here. If you make assumptions, you're missing all of those details. You are forcing your agenda on that person and you're selling them what you want, which is why you feel pushy. But if you make no assumptions and you get to the heart of what they're looking for and then you connect them to that thing, instead of being pushy, you're now being helpful. What also happens when you make assumptions is that you are responsible for that entire conversation all on your own. When the conversation is one-sided like that, it's really easy to feel pushy. But when you invite that other person to help guide the conversation, give them a little bit of a leadership role, take some of that burden off of you to sell, it feels better and it works better. So you're selling them on what you believe is the best solution and you can only know that when you know what they're looking for. But also, they're selling themselves on that solution and selling you on what they need because they want you to help them find it. Something else that can relieve the feeling of pushiness when you're selling is having a good sales process. So when I'm selling to someone, there are a few things that I always want to know. I want to know what they want. I want to know what's stopping them from getting it. And I want to know where they're at right now. And each of these is a layered request because where they're at right now can mean where are you feeling stuck what is your budget what have you tried what's working what's not what feels hard and most importantly how can i help you once i know these things once i have the answers to these questions all i have to do is just fit them into the best offer for them based on what i hear what they tell me if you only sell one thing how easy is that okay, great, now I know what you want, now I know how to align it with my offer, boom, here we go, made a sale. If you sell more than one thing, it's more about being prepared to adjust based on their feedback. So sometimes I meet people who I know right off the bat are perfect for private coaching, but their budget just doesn't allow for it right now. And depending on what they're looking for, I might try to move them into my group coaching offer or refer them to someone that I trust who has an offer that's less expensive than mine or maybe comes with less features than mine but still covers what they're looking for. I've sometimes even given homework assignments to certain people that I have conversations with and they will then go create the cash with the homework assignment and be able to instantly afford private coaching or at least within a a few days or weeks. Now, all of these are layers of my sales process, and I have been selling and teaching people to sell for over 15 years. So my sales process is very fluid. I can pretty much sell anything to anyone on the fly. Doesn't even matter if it's my offer because I'm trained in how to sell and I teach sales. But you might have to start a little bit more rigid and then grow into a more fluid sales process, which is not a problem, by the way. It all begins with knowing who you're talking to, what they're needing, what you're offering, and how to align all of that beautifully. And you can do that with any level of sales skills. You just get better as you deepen your sales skills and clarify your process and get better with selling over time, which is the goal, right? We all just wanna get a little bit better every day. If you got 1% better at sales every single day, by the end of the year, you would be 365% better at selling. And 365% better at selling means 365% more likelihood that you're going to close more sales. Now, I also want to invite you to think about how you feel when your partner asks you what you want for dinner on a daily basis. I don't know about you, but this is a struggle in my house every night. (laughs) What do you want for dinner? I don't know. Okay, we go back and forth. But imagine one night you just know what you want you know what you want for dinner and your partner comes up to you and says, hey, what do you want for dinner? And you say, you know what? I'd love Chinese food tonight. Or let's order a pizza. You don't feel pushy. And I want you to think about why you don't feel pushy. Partly, it's because they asked you what you wanted. So what does that mean for selling? You're going to try inviting your prospects to ask you more questions so that you can be responsive instead of initiating everything yourself, right? Less pushy. Another reason you don't feel pushy is because you already know what you want. And if they're asking you, that means they probably don't. And isn't this often the case with your prospects too? All they know is that they're hungry. Right, for whatever it is that you offer. And you know, Chinese food or pizza is gonna taste really good. So, when you make that suggestion and you're open to feedback, that conversation feels a lot more easy and less pushy. And learning the skills of negotiation also helps because if your partner comes back and says, you know what, love that, but I think I'm really in the mood for fried chicken instead. Now you can have a dialogue, a conversation about what they've just brought to the table. And I want you to put that in a sales context. So if a prospect says, I'm not really interested in whatever offer you just presented them, all you have to do is rely on your process to filter through the different options and make sure that you get them what they need. It will all feel more smooth and natural the more you do it. And there's a lot to be said about conviction, by the way, throughout this entire process because sales is a transfer of conviction. When you say to your partner, oh my gosh, the best thing we can have for dinner right now is pizza. And that pizza from ABC Pizza Shop down the street that just opened up, oh my gosh, I know you haven't had it yet, but it is seriously gonna change your life. How would they feel hearing that? It's very likely that they're gonna believe you. They're going to believe you because you believe you, because you feel it. When you're pitching that offer, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't think about anything but how mouthwatering and delicious this pizza is. Can you tell I love pizza, by the way? <laughs> but if you don't say it with conviction, if you say, hmm, I don't know what I want for dinner. I'm thinking maybe pizza. What do you think? They're much more likely going to give you a recommendation or move you in a different direction because you don't sound convinced that pizza is the best thing to have for dinner. And the next time you go to sell someone, I want you to check in with some of these thoughts. Do a little bit more preparation before those conversations. Think about how much you believe in what you're selling. Think about how good and clear your process for selling is. Think about what you need to know to make that sale with the least amount of effort. Think about how you can stay curious and how you can make less assumptions. And if you find yourself wanting to build your sales skills and having cheat sheets and videos and resources to help you become the best salesperson you know, sign up for my free mini course, How to Sell Anything to Anyone. The link is in my bio. It's 20 minutes of sales training with an invitation to join an exclusive program that will teach you how to sell better than you have ever sold in your life. It's the best offer I can make you when it comes to selling. So go check out that link, sign up for the free course, and keep coming back for more sales tips week after week here on People Over Profit. I'm so grateful for you, and I will talk to you next week. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to tag me with your thoughts and feedback at Justine Beauregard coach on Instagram or Facebook. And if you have ideas for future episodes, I'd love to hear them. Just send an email to Justine at Justine And if you haven't yet, don't forget to click that subscribe button and rate and review the show. Your feedback means a lot to me and allows us to keep learning and growing together. I'll see you next week.